you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Uh, hi everybody, welcome back to the Asian Action Cast, uh, I'm Sam, uh, and tonight we have... I'm Scott, thanks for having yeah. me again for another show. Welcome, anytime, you're a regular. Uh, two in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can get any, uh, we can't set the bar any higher after future cops, but here we are. <laughs> and uh, it's Mike. Hi Mike. Uh, good to see you again. Yeah, yeah. And here. Yes, uh, it's just the three of us tonight, um... Whose idea was this one? Uh, I think this was yours. Mutual? No. No, mine. My, my suggestion, I think it yeah. was. Zatoichi. Zatoichi. Yes. <laughs> Zatoichi. Uh, this is only the second Japanese film that we've done. Uh, we did Shogun Assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, you, have you both seen Shogun Assassin or any of the mm. Lone Wolf and Cub films? I, I don't think so. No? Uh, do you, are you aware of the Lone Wolf? I know the series, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have seen it, yes. Yeah. So, I guess my impression was with the Lone Wolf and Cub, like very much the old school samurai, you know, Akira Kurosawa films. Um, There's a bit of that here. This is obviously contemporary. This is 2003. um, And it's a Takeshi Kitano or Beat Takeshi. Uh, How did he spring into popular? I know he was a comedian, but... um, Uh, As far as I know, I was going to ask you guys about this... uh well, your opinions on the guy. Like, he's a a big star. Like, he's Mm. been doing it for a long time. Acting, directing... Uh, some music here and there. Mm. He's had his hands in a video game. If you ever read up about his Nintendo game, he did called Takeshi no Chosenjo. Read is, about that. That is a that's a trip of a game. Is that that Takeshi's Castle is based on his TV show? Sort of, but yeah. the, the game itself is sort of it's designed to mess with people, <laughs> <laughs> just like his TV show. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That 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 show got very popular in the early nineties, and, and they kind of. Um, uh, repurposed it into MXC, I think was it called? Like uh, they, they dubbed in like Australian people talking over the top of it and American people have taken the footage and sort of, oh, okay. that show looks insane. It is insane. I remember seeing a clip of it and there was like a, a, a maze and there's a time limit. So there was three contestants that had to run through the maze as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And the maze was littered with these uh, door-shaped openings. They're the, basically pictures of doors. And uh, some of them you can run straight through. Some of them are just doors and some of them are just brick walls. <laughs> and there, there's, there's other ones where uh, you have to run through the door and on the other side it's just a pit. <laughs> so, water or something yeah, like that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the guy's like a, in Japan, he's like a big star. Huge, um, yeah. I wonder what you guys think of him. I mean, I, I know a lot of people probably know of him from Battle Royal, which is a yes. fairly popular worldwide movie in yeah. the late 90s. Mm. And... Um, He's a teacher, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he's a, he's a fairly well known star, but I mean, I I think his movies are great, but I I don't see him. I don't I don't have a reverence for him. Like, oh, I, I know it's going to be a good movie, but um, mm. he lately sort of just reading about him and seeing his opinions on things, he comes across slightly as a curmudgeonly old guy. He's a bit definitely of a crank. He has definitely become that way, which is weird because like his films are quite quirky. Um, like a lot of his, he's known for doing a lot of Yakuza films. Mm. Like, um, he, do, he does branch out a little bit, but his best films, in my opinion, are the ones where he's dealing with like the mob or Yakuza or whatnot. And, you know, like in his movies, like, uh, especially this one and in Battle Royale, he does play that kind of curmudgeonly angry kind of old man who, you know, oh, Ooh. oops, what was that? Knocking something over there. Oh, apologies. Don't need to make noise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, he he, he kind of plays that kind of character, and I don't know if he is that way. Do you mean like his opinions in like his own personal views on stuff? Or? Yeah, so sort of he, I, I can't really give any direct quotes, but he's sort of he's known for being like, oh, video games are ruining children. And I mean, <sighs> he's been in the industry for so long, I guess, and he has that respect. He can sort of say things like he's seen video the, games. the trend, he's stuff like that, you know. But I mean, I can't speak for it. Directly, like I've, I've just kind of heard secondhand. Heard he's secondhand. in them. He, yeah. He's in the uh, <laughs> well, that Yakuza game. That, Zero. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, do, do you guys think? Do you guys like gravitate towards him as a star? You're like, oh, it's going to be a good movie. Uh, it would be interesting. I don't think it might necessarily. Well, be a good I, movie. I watched um, during the week that new Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, the live action one with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and, yeah. and Beat Takeshi was in that as mm-hmm. well. Uh, as the the 
captain of the police, the police oh, okay. commander. Mm. And uh, yes, very stereotypical. Like I don't hate the guy or anything. I think he's great, but like um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like I'm not like oh, I'm a big fan. Like his his movies are going to be great. I know it, but uh, mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> Did Zatoichi change your mind about him? At I all? thought Zatoichi was excellent. Yeah, yeah. I uh, well, if if I was going to look at at you know things that make me want to watch a movie from a Japanese perspective, Takeshi Mikke. Yes, uh, movies. <laughs> mm. Knowing he's the director, that will definitely get me to watch it. Yeah, beat Takeshi, not so much. I mean, I I do go there with an expectation that he doesn't usually. Well, I haven't seen one where he's where the movie itself is terrible, so I don't associate him with just you know playing terrible movies mm. or or just doing movies for the sake of doing movies. Like as a, a let's just throw say Donnie Yen in there who <laughs> just do things for money. I think yes, yeah. <laughs> so so he does have a a level of respect, I think. But he has um, an artistic vision. Yeah. Sure. Well, and yeah. But uh, yeah, not not something that I'll actively seek out. So I'm I'm pretty sure that he's the director of uh, Zatoichi. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, I'm not sure that he wrote the story, but it's definitely in his wheelhouse. I believe the story is like an old sort of semi folk tale. Like well, it's, it's been well, told. It, it is. It's it's a based on on kind of thing. The, the story itself is an original. Mm. Um, like Zatoichi. Oh, sorry, do you mean like the script? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, the script. He wrote the script, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that to you the character? The character itself, mm. yeah. It's, it's like it's Wong like, Fei Hong, you know, there's been a billion stories about the blind swordsman. I think there's like yep. you know, 26 odd movies and counting, you know. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, Mikey, do you want to kick off with um, how the movie begins? The plot, plot notes. So, yeah. um, I suppose we, we open up with um, Zatoichi, the, the blind swordsman, sitting by the side of a, a uh, the road mm. and uh i think you immediately introduced the fact that that uh, he's blind he's got yeah. his eyes closed and uh, a walking stick like cane mm. sitting next to him and uh, a bunch of thugs come over the hill and uh they basically push and shove a little kid around and <laughs> and uh get him to go and steal the blind man's sword or, or don't, should I say sword? The <laughs> blind man's, I'll, I'll, yeah. spill, I'll spill the beans, but the blind man's cane. Well, they know that it's a sword. They though. know it's a sword. They yeah. know they know who he is, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they get him to steal the the cane, uh, and so uh, the boy creeps up and, and grabs the cane, and it, it does appear that Zadwichi obviously knows that he's there and, and lets him go mm. with it, uh, and he hands it to the thugs, who immediately walk up to him, saying, "Ha ha! Now we have your weapon, and uh, we're going to take care of you." To which him immediately Zadoichi takes care of them. Yeah, that's right. He breaks the guy's leg. <laughs> he sm- yeah, breaks the dude's leg, grabs the cane out of the hand, slices and dices pretty much uh, a whole bunch of thugs. Must have been like eight or ten of them um, into pretty pieces. And we're immediately introduced to the fact that um, although he's blind, he's a, a master swordsman. He's not yeah. to be messed with. Yeah, not to be messed with. What a character introduction, right? Like a whole bunch of guys. You don't know why they're after him. Like, for all we know, he could have, like, gone and slept with all their wives or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this is true. But they, know. they go up to him. They obviously know who he is because they call him out by name. That's like, right. You know, yeah. Ichi. You know, this is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a stupid thing to do, really. Uh, you obviously know he's dangerous. <laughs> you know he's a blind Just master like swordsman. Poking yeah. the bull or something. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, I, I think... You mentioned before when you were watching this earlier, Scott, like a, a prior time to this, the blood looked pretty good. But uh, yeah, so you also as we're introduced to the fact that this guy's a badass, you also introduce the fact that this is a lot of CG, mm. and this is 2003, so obviously things are, are different in 2017. But watching, I remember watching it on the big screen back then. It's like I knew it was CG. I didn't think it looked not that it looks terrible, but as it, fake, it, yeah. it, it's definite. It's like oh, okay, that's that the blood is gushing a bit weirdly for uh, yeah, you know. yeah. I yeah, I watching it. Years ago, when we saw it on the big screen, I can't remember. I remember the blood looking fake a little bit, but in this, this um, being a, a proper DVD copy of yeah. it, the movie, obviously the swords being fake stood I don't out recall, to me yeah. more. I don't recall the first time I watched this hmm. noticing the swords being so fake, but yeah. yeah, they they look really fake. So Michael and I saw this when it came out, like two thousand and three, and yeah, and it was like me and Michael and like maybe seven other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They don't know what they're missing out. No, that's right. I mean, like, uh, this is... if you, Is this R-rated? I don't actually know what the rating is on this, but uh, there's... I'm not sure it was MA or something at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's some sick violence in this, you know? Like, he is cutting people's fingers <laughs> off. This is the opening scene. Yeah. And he's straight up just, like, you know, cutting, slicing them open. And uh, I, 
I think that's the fight is like he owns everyone. He doesn't get touched basically. Mm. He just absolutely shreds people to pieces. Um, and then that's it. That's, you know, they don't explain why it happened, how it happened. It's just like, here's Zatoichi, this is what he does. Can I just say that I like... Keeps on walking. I like the blonde hair and Katana. I think it, it kind of looks cool. I think yeah. it looks awesome. It, it definitely makes him stand out. He's He's got a very unique look in this film. Like, he, mm-hmm. he wears those pants. And uh, as we mentioned, <laughs> they call him a masseuse. So, yeah. I didn't know that Zatoichi is known for being a massage therapist. Have some creative well, liberties you've there. You've got to have some some skill, don't you? I mean, uh, I mean, some trade. Some if you're trade. A blind man walking around the country. I suppose. Apply, but like, my, apply my massage trade. You'd think that he would use the skill that is best known for, which is killing people. <laughs> you know, like then then he'd be a ruining just walking around. <laughs> He's going around massaging people, so he either massages you or he kills you. <laughs> yeah. Both kind of the same. He <laughs> massages you to death. Gonna, so relaxed. Either pass, He's very talented. <laughs> He's very talented. Um, and I, so that that scene kicks it off, and that that's in current time. It's hard to follow because sometimes they'll have flashbacks, and sometimes they'll have flashbacks within a flashback. Sure. Mm. So it's hard to. Sometimes there'll be a jump, and you're not aware of it. But this is in the film. This is so. This is him starting. To walk somewhere. To wander. Yeah, he's like a wanderer. Well, he's already wandering, I suppose. So we just catch up with him being that he's a blind swordsman and he wanders. Yeah. So, yeah. Then then we sort of cut across to um, a village Mm. with a bunch of trouble going on, basically. So, um, you know, atypical thugs shaking down the farmers for their monies, Mm. uh, i.e., you know, seven samurai kind of thing. Like an extortion um, racket. Extortion. Yeah. Racket on the the, the poor. They kind of established pretty early that um, two gangs have sort of joined together to have this racket going, and they're yep. like, we used to pay monthly. It's like, well, guess what? Now you're playing daily. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty, pretty big change from monthly to daily. <laughs> it's like bad business, isn't it? Like eventually, if you're a bad guy and you're extorting people for money, if you're hitting them up every day, you're getting too greedy. Like, what happens if they run out of money? You're like, ah, this is bad business. You know, like, what are you spending the money on? Well, that's gambling. Gamble well. <laughs> Yeah, but, yourself, they own the but you, own, you run all the gambling dens. Yeah, so. they own the gambling dens. They just retire and go somewhere else, right? Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> hey, nobody's rocking around in like a, a Porsche rickshaw or something. I know rickshaw Chinese, <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like nobody's dealing with like expensive clothes. Hey, that, that kimono. The, that's made from the, the greatest fabric. <laughs> the finest silks. Yeah. Christopher Columbus. But the, uh, the thing is, there's only two people in the film that wear them. Sure. Like all the people that are doing all the extorting, like even the big rich guys, they're not really. They're not baller. Yeah, they're not balling. You know what I mean? Mind you, they do have geishas. So. Mm, true. Mm. So, they, they, they introduce the village. And where does the story pick up from do there? Do we the straight up meet the, the geishas? Are they kind of introduced? No, they them? get introduced later. I think no, we No, no, we do. We do. Um, they're kind of sitting there. Before we get there, sorry. Yeah, the, the geishas, um, uh, we, we cut to a scene of, of geishas strumming the guitar with, with some guy who we don't really know. And uh, all of a sudden... Um, one of the geishas playing the guitar undoes the strings and basically garrots this guy and kills him. Oh, yeah, they don't explain um, that. They yeah. just show it. Well, they show it and, and says, you know, don't you remember Don't you remember me? We're the Naruto children. Yeah. And that's it's not really meant to mean much in the initial scene. But the look of recognition it, But on the, the look of recognition is, is, oh, there's, there's something to the story. Yeah. As he's thing. being strangled, he's yeah. just like... <gasps> exactly, yeah. yeah, of that. And then, then when we cut to um, some of the bosses of the gang talking about a couple of geishas killing one of their gang members and stuff, we kind of start to, to fill in the blanks, I suppose, of, of, of it being linked, that movie yeah. is linked to the, the gangs extorting everyone. Mm-hmm. Then I think um, the next step is um, there's uh, one of uh, the farmers is a, a, a woman mm. who's uh, getting uh, the the knockdown from the, the bad guys and she's left with a whole bunch of vegetables to carry, but they've basically beaten all the other guys up around her. So um, th- then we cut to a scene of her walking back to a house and someone's carrying the vegetables. Mm. Uh, and then it uh, turns out that it's Zatoichi. It's Zatoichi. He doesn't giving, say giving much. Giving her a hand, yeah, yeah. basically. And, and she's going, oh, thank you very much, Blind Masseur, um, for, for helping me out. And I have to wonder, does he introduce himself as a Masseur? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm Zatoichi. I, I think it must blind. be, yeah. Because everyone calls him that. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's stressed. Is he dressed like a massage therapist? Well, perhaps. I I'm not sure. Like, thought he, about it. I mean, later on, he, he's giving her a massage. But yes, 
So know. he is a qualified masseuse. <laughs> well, as much well, as could be. As much as qualifications happened back then. Yeah. yeah. These hands need no qualifications. <laughs> but he doesn't, I mean, like, that's the thing is that they he don't. He doesn't have a reputation. As a masseuse. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, he's the masseuse. It's like, you'd think the reputation of him being a badass would follow him around. But no. I bet he doesn't introduce himself as Zatoichi either. <laughs> well, yeah, no, obviously yeah. not. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. She just, she calls him a masseuse. So, I'm assuming it's just the way that he looks. Yeah. Um, and he's just carrying her bags for her. Yeah. Which yeah. seems kind of like weird. If I saw a blind guy, I wouldn't be asking him to carry my shit. Well, I, I'm assuming that he offered <laughs> to help her out because she needed some help. And yeah. she said she'd be there for, for forever if if he didn't come along to help her out. Yeah, okay. So he's helping her out and uh, in return she um, lets him stay at it, at her house. Yeah, it's a good know? deal. That's a good deal. So um, I thought pretty early on he's kind of established that like he's a, despite like he, we know he's a badass, like mm. it's established he seems to be, when he's talking with everybody else he's kind of a happy-go-lucky, low-key, chuckling along sort of just a, Darting old, old guy. Yeah, he seems like a harmless guy. kind of, I'm going to laugh in the corner and, and you know. He, he plays everything very low-key, like he yes. doesn't show up or anything. Yeah. Um, and she, like, she suggests, uh, like, you know when she says, oh, where are you going to sleep tonight? And, I mean, he doesn't say anything, but I'm thinking it's like... He chuckles uh, to himself. <laughs> I thought I thought, I, I thought he would stay with her. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> if, your, if your host says to you, so where are you going to stay tonight? You'd be like... Um, Is that an offer? <laughs> I helped you with your vegetables. Yeah, like... Give me a roof. She does say, like, uh, yeah, you can stay here. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> can I just uh, zip back to the opening scene for a second? Um, mm. I thought there's a funny gag where the guy pulls his sword oh, out yeah. and cuts the guy's arm next to him. <laughs> and I think that kind of sets the tone of there's a couple of these sort of littered throughout the film, which yeah. is, is kind of funny. Like, People that so could scared. definitely happen in yeah, this yeah. movie. Yeah. Kind of, you know. There's a group of guys and they're all kind of scared. And uh, in the heat of the moment, they're all drawing their swords. And uh, yeah, one of his drawers, they're a bit too close. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy's like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. That is funny. <laughs> yes. Good gag. It is good, a good, good gag. Good gag. Mm. Um, so... Um, then uh, basically we're at, at the old lady's, old farmer lady's house and she sort of fills in Zadoichi on the town and what's going on yeah. with all the thugs and the thuggery and the daily um, beatdowns for the monies. So um, he decides to, uh, you know, go for a little gamble. Yeah, he doesn't actually like step up and go, I'm going to take care of it. He's just like, oh, okay. That, that's he, what's he's, happening. He's listening to what's going on. Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, helping the poor kind of thing, but he's... Uh, Pastime is gambling. Yeah. So he wants to go have a little flutter. Now, he doesn't... Um, she has a nephew, but uh, I don't think he knows that she has a nephew. No, she tells she him. Tells oh, she him. tells she says, him. Oh, he hasn't been around for a while. Ah, she okay. says, oh, my nephew likes to gamble, but right. uh, he gambles all day long. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's basically taken over his life. Yeah. So he's oh, a okay. a loser. Yeah. Um, so, when Zatoichi goes to uh, the gambling den, have they introduced Hattori at this point, the Ronin? You might be right. I think there might be a scene in there where he is. Um, no, no, he's I think in the bar. It was at the same he? time. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. He goes to the gambling den, and uh, at that time, when he goes to the gambling den, we then cut across to the bar, mm. which is in another part of town, and and uh, this uh, Ronan guy's sort of sitting down, and um, he basically some thugs. The thugs come into the bar to shake down the bar. And he walks up to them and basically slices a sake bottle in half. Yeah. In one smooth, quick motion and freaks out the um, the thugs. Yeah. And uh, then he turns to the thugs and says, go tell your boss that Aronin is looking for some work. Mm. So uh, that sort of sets up that little uh, deal to, to go down when yeah. um, they come back a bit later on. And uh, he's sitting in the bar and he basically introduces himself to the, the, the local gang boss saying he's Ronan and he, he's looking for some work and he show me your skills. Yeah, also, uh, when you see this guy and you see his expression on his face, it doesn't change the entire movie. <laughs> it's, it's true. The bad guy, the Ginzo yeah, boss. The, 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 the Ronan. Boss. Oh, the Ronan. Oh, oh, yeah, the Ronan. Yeah. Yep, yeah, true. So uh, he he proceeds to show him his fantastic sword drawing skills where he flashes out his sword in a, in a quick motion and, uh, and then stabs it into the ground. Yeah. You don't see exactly... What happens? And then uh, the dude looks down, and and the, he's got a cord on his kimono, and it's sliced in half. He goes, "Oh, that's impressive!" Yeah. You know, and that one cut, and he goes, "No, I wasn't talking about the cord. Look at your foot." <laughs> and uh, then it he look pans down again and looks at where he stabbed the sword in the ground, right between his 
big and big toe and and uh, second toe there. I think the they did a really good job. Like whenever Hattori is on the scene, the fact they call him Hattori, like after Hattori Hanzo, right? Like they could have just straight up called him Hanzo to to <laughs> send the message that this guy is a really good swordsman. Yeah. And every time they set him up, they put him in like a really badass scene where he's doing something really cool. And uh, you know, like full credit to them because they do need to send someone that looks and plays the part of like a proper swordsman because you know like Zatoichi has got all of this mythos around him and they show him killing heaps of people um so you want someone else who's there that But is the un- he's Zatoichi is the unassuming swordsman isn't he he's yeah. the, the you know the guy you wouldn't expect it to come from whereas ha- uh, Hatori is is basically a stereotypical samurai it's, when he's I running first, for life you know he's yeah. running for life that's right when i saw him i remember first seeing him and thinking like he's got incredible good guy looks you know he looks like Jubei from Ninja Scroll you know he looks like he should be the main <laughs> character of the story right yeah, name yeah. like Hattori um, it's actually played by uh, uh, the actor Tobinadu Asano um, that name sounds familiar he's the he's uh, he's Hogan from um, Thor he's one of Thor's friends mm. from the first Thor film um, and he's underutilized in that film but in this film he's he's Almost the main character, really. Like, he's got his own story and his own arc. I think there's a few characters with their own little stories sort of woven yeah, through yeah. that, that Zatoichi kind of winds his way through. Mm. I think everybody kind of gets almost, like, equal time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, good characterization. They're all coming to the town as, you know, as, as sort of the nexus of, of different varying, mm. you know, stories intertwining together, mm-hmm. all revolving around this, this gang, essentially. Yeah. Like, if this was Pirates of the Caribbean, Hattori would be, like, uh, Orlando Bloom, and uh, Beat Takeshi would be Jack Sparrow. Works for me. Yeah? Uh, all right. Oh. <laughs> Odd analogy, but yeah, yeah. Oh, more pirates to come. More pirates. Uh, I think pretty quickly after that, he kind of were established that his wife is very sick. Yes. And he's doing this for money. Mm, yeah, because she's... He's watched, looking, for, looking for work. She's got uh, tuberculosis. The, the yep the TB or consumption as you pointed out before <laughs> the consumption and and I have to say as as I added I think a comment when we were watching the movie uh, I have have yet to see a, a samurai movie where someone is not dying of TB or <laughs> consumption in the background very widespread everyone very widespread. yeah I, I suppose it was at the time mm. I think it got spread by you know the traders coming um, the the Black Fleet incident where they um, sort of forced trade upon Japan and brought disease with them at the same time. Everybody was sniffing Angela's ashes. It was, it was quite well known <laughs> at the time. His wife was like, hey, you don't need to kill, you don't need to kill. And he's like, well, we get money, we can cure you. Yeah. Okay, he, she's, she's saying you don't need to kill, don't do it. But he's got a good point. He's like, well, no, you're dying. Like, really, the only thing I'm good at is killing people. He's like, it's nothing personal, I just need the money. Yeah. And yep. that's the way they portray him, right? He doesn't really get personally he's, he's, involved. Yeah, he's he's not a, he's not on the side of the gangs. He's mm. just getting paid. Yeah, he's cold blooded though. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah. that's right. He delivers the goods. Like he can kill people real good. Mm. He doesn't really have any qualms about it either. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves because he doesn't actually kill anyone. The boss is shown up and said, "Yeah, okay, pretty much you yeah, got yeah. a job, right?" Hired as a as the bodyguard, mm. and uh, then we flick back to um, the the gambling den where Zadwichi is obviously um, listening to the the gambling, and and the gambling is is the um, the the typical. Um, Gambling of the time, I assume. What is it like? Dice. So the dice. The yeah. dice game. Yeah, odds and evens, effectively. Yeah. So you're just betting on whether it's odd or even. Yeah. In the, um, bucket and and he and Zadowich just basically listens and and from listening he can tell. Yeah. Which which way the dice are going, which is kind of in, incredibly impossible. But yeah. um, well, it's cheating. Yeah. He's cheating at dice. Is what <laughs> I guess he's, also, he's, he's gaming him. He's, he's gaming him. This also establishes that he's using his non-sight. Senses, yeah. his non-sight senses, super senses, his yeah. daredevil he, skills. His other senses, senses are, are enhanced because he is, you know, he's blind. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. he can which hear. Is a, which is a trope, but you know, it's yeah, yeah. impossible. Yeah. How can you tell what side the dice <laughs> is landing on? Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> so um, he he wins a lot of money, and and uh, the guy sitting next to him starts to bet with him, mm. and also wins, and and it turns out the guy next to him is the. Um, the farmer's nephew that she was telling, yeah, Auntie uh, Nell, the I think. Auntie, Auntie, yep, uh, who's the the problem gambler. And mm. anyway, they they get along famously, so they decide to go out and celebrate a bit. <laughs> you go to the local geisha bar. Go to the bar. local geisha bar. <laughs> uh, have a look at some chicks, and and while they're there, um, who should come along but 
the uh, the two geishas from the initial murdering scene. Yes, uh, and decide that hey, there's some winners there. Let's um, you look like you you want to go to a party. So we're uh, splashing some money. Before around. this, does does the uh, the Ronan and Zadowichi meet in the pub? Like, do they have a quick meeting there, or does that come later? Mm, actually, I think that's that's later. Is that later? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I've got later. 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 Yeah. So they meet the geishas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they're they're up in the room, and the, 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 what I love about the this film is they have a lot of little touches. Is like they're all sitting in the room, and at first they're peering at all the geishas. It's kind of like a smorgasbord. I'm going to choose that one or whatever. And they go up, and then they have that little like comedy show, like the little guy doing the comedy routine. <laughs> yeah. And it has that feeling of like an actual just a little party. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of little touches like that. They like kind a of karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they're sitting around and uh, and the geishas start to to do their dance, um, and unbeknownst to the 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 nephew, um, who's pretty much three pretty, sheets to the wind right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty drunk anyway. Um, the the geisha with the guitar uh, undoes the strings, and Zadoichi immediately notices and asks what she's doing. Yeah, and what about that hidden knife that she has there? Yeah, uh, and freaks her, freaks her out a bit. What's the instrument called, Scott? I believe it's either a shamisen or a koto. A koto or a shamisen? It's like for, a, for ease, let's just call it a guitar. But yeah. Also, he says... The Japanese traditional them, guitar. Uh, you don't smell like a woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. He says to the other, the other geisha. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's pretty obvious that uh, he's a guy as well yeah. to everyone, but apparently every other male <laughs> there that can't tell. I don't know what it is with Asian films. Like, you're watching all these Wong Jing films. If there's a chick <laughs> dressed up like a guy, it's like, what? Nobody <laughs> knows that it's a girl. Mm. In this one, no one knows it's a guy. So Mind you, it's a very attractive man. <laughs> so, he's uh, very pretty. He's very pretty. By guessing that the, the knife's there and freaking him out a bit, the uh, the geishas decide to tell Zadoichi um, their life story. So, so this is the thing, right? They start telling him their life story, but they have the knife, they have the garrote string, they have the nephew who is an oblivious idiot, and they have a blind masseuse. Now, he doesn't have a sword out at this point. He just holds a cane. So it, I, I have to think like it's a leap of faith for them to go... We won't kill these guys. We'll tell them our story. <laughs> true, true. They're also like, hey, you might not believe us. So very quickly, they, they kind of confess as if they're like, we're, we're sprung. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's like, this exactly. is our life story. Yeah. You, know, you guys look trustworthy. <laughs> yes. And what a tragic life story they have. Yeah. Oh, so uh, the children of wealthy rice merchants uh, wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night to go play with their pet mouse. And whilst they're out doing that, the uh, one of the the servants of of the um, parents lets in a whole bunch of thugs mm. who proceed to massacre the entire family to steal their money. Yeah, pretty brutally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, they witness the whole thing uh, and uh, hiding, but they're not found out by the bad guys. Mm. They're hiding under the the house, and uh, the bad guys have to go because they've got a time limit for some whatever reason that they do. Ah, people are going to come and find dead bodies, yeah, I yeah, suppose. Exactly. Well, yeah. And uh, so they basically um, come back out after they're gone and find all their parents and the household massacred and uh, and swear that they, you know, going to have their revenge on them. Yeah, they heard their names, but they can't. They don't know exactly. Who, they didn't see their faces, so they don't know yeah. exactly who they are. So they've got some names to go by. So uh, the it then links back in the killing at the beginning of the movie being the clerk who mm. worked for their parents. Um, who who let the guys in and and that's who they're looking for. It's just a straight up robbery, right? Like it's just yeah. a uh, like the leader of the gang. Um, he basically gets the gang and they break into the house and they, it's just to steal it's the money. To steal the money, yeah, because yeah. they're rich, yeah. And they get one eight, of the guys eight strong boxes or whatever <laughs> full of money. However much that is, the boss is standing there and one of his lackeys is like, "We found eight strong boxes." And I thought well, he could just easily said, "We found four <laughs> strong boxes." <laughs> well, they all got to carry them, don't they? That's true. Yeah. And well, he goes, finds out you're lying and. There goes your arm. It kills you. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, so, um, after learning the story, though, oh, that's, that's a pretty sad story. So, uh, we, we leave it there and cut back to um, Mr. Ronan, who's uh, now met up with the boss mm. and uh, gone out on the, his first job. Where he <laughs> um, pretty, pretty brutally executes um, a guy traveling. Uh, I think it it's, it's, it'd be a, a good time to say, he kind of just fucks him up. <laughs> he, he does, yeah. <laughs> one, one minute, yeah. He he picks up things really quickly like on the job training. <laughs> yeah, first day on the job, better he's impress well the boss. Experience. He, yeah, he's just like it's done. Yeah, it's yeah. Like five people. And it's actually kind of um, it's confronting because we don't actually know why he's doing it either. Like well, he, I just blabbed earlier, so everybody. Huh? Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, we know we know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like he's essentially like 
there's just like a convoy. It's just like people carrying. Oh, you um, don't know who the people are that he's yeah. killing. Yeah, and he's yeah. just straight up walked up to them and kills them. Like no, and I think that kind of that that portrays him in a pretty cold blooded. Yeah, cold blooded. Yeah, damn. Man. Like no emotion. Yeah, just pe- people okay. afraid, like running away from him, and he just throws a knife in their back and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you don't have to be armed. You just have to be witnessing it. And yeah. you're, you're dead. So he he pretty much executes all of them. That, that's exactly it. Because they, I don't think any of them have any weapons, do they? No, I don't. I don't think they did. I, I think oh, there right. was there was one, I think, but um, he yeah. was dealt with. Pretty well, they didn't much really have away. time to draw any weapons because yeah. he was messing them he up. So you just killed an unarmed man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after he's uh, done with his killing, what does he want to do? He goes to the bar to have a drink. Yeah, that's what. Ah, I do. yes, yes. yes. So, right. and, and at the bar, um, who happens to be there? Zadoichi. Having his the, own are they the only two? They're the only two guys. They're the only the two bar. in the bar, yeah, yeah, at this point. Yeah. And um and you can tell Zadoich sort of notices him as he comes in. Mm. And uh and this is the point where old man Gramps, who's behind the bar, um, is bringing over the extra sake and accidentally happens to knock over the cane mm. uh and pick it up and draw the fact that there's a sword in the cane. Yeah, because the sheath actually slides out, doesn't it? And then yep. he's holding the sword. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Zadoichi grabs the, the cane back off off the old man from behind the bar, and but the Ronin's obviously noticed and uh, walks up to him, has a bit of a stare down with puffs him for his a chest second. Out. Yeah. Puffs his chest out, and they both draw their swords at the same time, clinking the, the swords a little bit, but, um, you know, well, so it doesn't go any sort of further. Hattori, uh, the, the Ronin, he's got his sword on his belt, like it's a full um, katana. And basically, he needs room to draw this thing. You know, mm. it's like unleashing a rhino in a closed room. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Zat, like Zatoichi, he's only got like a cane. And he Quick actually, draw. he draws his sword usually with one hand and he fights with one hand. So, he's able to move it because it's not on his hip. And he just lifts it up and he's able to win because it's more flexible. He even makes the point. He's like... It's just a speed. Yeah, there's not enough room in here for you to draw that thing. It's almost yeah. like a classic Western two guys pointing at oh, each other. Yeah, yeah. That's quick, exactly quick what it draw, is. Quick yeah, draw, yeah. Absolutely. It's a standoff. And I gotta, like, I'm impressed with Hattori's balls because, <laughs> you know, like, he seems pretty low-key, but for him to go up to a blind masseuse with a sword and just, like, flop his dick onto the table and just go, yeah, this is mine. How big is yours? Yeah, Do you yeah. think Hattori might have been, like, on the sake a bit too much? Like, yeah. <laughs> Got a liquid courage going. It's like, yeah, yeah, this guy's got a sword. A little bit too much sauce there, Hitaro. <laughs> um, yeah, so that standoff was just very like kind of like a Western. It's just like, mm. who's going to draw? Yeah. Um, but then they don't really end they, it, do they? Well, no, yeah. That basically, they just have to stare down and, and realize that, um, yeah, they're both kind of murderers, effectively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they have this sort of brotherly affection almost like, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. We'll we'll um, leave each other alone. They yeah, because Tori is like, a, you, you've killed people before and uh, yeah. which is like, I smell blood on you yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, essentially. Um, and uh, that's that's sort of a sweeping motion to um, the, the, the next act kind of opens up when um, we start to, to draw in some more dots where... Um, the, the head of the gang meets up with um, the uh, the bosses of the other and, and you start to realise that the, the gang is the same gang. Mm. That, it's um, it's like, all very shadow, isn't ish, it? Because they don't, they don't reveal who it is is yeah. the big boss, but they're all kind of talking to each other in the darkness. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting you say that that was the end of the first act because like by that time, all everybody is pretty much establishes yep. all their motives. Everything's kind Why of... Why they're there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. cool. It's, it's all done. It's like that's cool. right. It's like, yeah. We're we're here for this. I'm here because of this, and it's like, well, we'll follow these people around. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so we we um go back into the the next step is um where the geishas then it's the next night and they turn up in the bar and they say, oh, we're looking for work, uh, and and the bar only gets sort of conned into to helping them out by, by the other patrons in there because they're such beautiful women both mm, of them yeah. uh, all of the bar patron mentioning the one in the red kimono which is obviously the, the guy character um, as, as being very dramatic irony <laughs> um, so he uh, he goes oh we'll talk to Mr. Ogie uh, who happens to be one of the uh, aforementioned gang members mm. so uh, they go over to uh Entertain Mr. Ogie, who's there with Lord something. Sakai, Sator- Sakai? yeah, Sakai? Lord Sakai. Yep. Sakai, who not not one of the gang members, just happens to be one of his wealthy patrons that uh, is uh, frequenting his establishment with the geishas. Oh, business man, if, associate. If there was ever a guy who was not impressed with anything, it was Lord Sakai. <laughs> he had a bit of sour face all the time. That's right. Yep, yep. 
So uh, they proceed to to put on a dance uh, for them, and uh, uh, Lord Sakai, unimpressed, decides to uh, take off with the one in the red kimono. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stop not obviously, dancing. not obviously noticing that he's a guy. Obviously, again, uh, to which uh, the uh, the sister takes a offence yeah. and uh, basically attacks Ogi. Mm. Uh, the the head dude knocks knocks him out, and uh, they run off effectively. And uh, she notices also the uh, the tattoo. Oh, you see, uh, well, whilst whilst the scuffle, she notices the tattoo, which is the same as as the gang members. It's a snake tattoo on the arm. Yep. And uh, from there, we cut to uh, Zadoichi and and the uh, the nephew uh, at another gambling establishment, <laughs> trying to uh, uh, double down on, on oh, his new technique. Doing of, very well. This is fantastic. They're scene. winning a lot That's of money. <laughs> winning a, a whole bunch of money, uh, only for the uh, the bad guys to say something something odd's going on here. They're listening and figuring out what the dice are. So, I think we might try slipping some. Oh, see, I think what happens is they know, they know that something odd is happening. But then Zatoichi and the, the they're losing a lot decide, of money. <laughs> Zatoichi and the nephew decide, okay, all in, next bet. And that's when there's a lot of eye winking and like signals nudge, going nudge. on. Yeah, yeah, nudge, yeah. it's nudge. like okay, this is the one, guys. We need to get this one back. <laughs> yes. So uh, they use the uh, the trick dice obviously mm. and and try to um, hustle them. To which Zadoichi is obviously pretty keen on, <laughs> and uh, finds them out. Yeah, and then they decide, "Hey, let's just attack and kill these dudes <laughs> in our establishment." The way this escalates <laughs> is just—it goes from "Hey, those dice sound different," and then the hack. Hilarious! <laughs> the guys, the guys, obviously cheated. Like the the gambling den have cheated and changed the dice. Zatoichi, who's been this, cheating this whole time, really <laughs> using his special yeah, powers, yeah, points it special out to the yeah. powers. And he doesn't even, they, he, I don't think he even gives them a chance to respond. They're just like, what are you talking about? And the next thing you know, the guy's <laughs> hand is flying through the air, severed from his arm. <laughs> that looked a little little rough, like in terms of the effects there. But the impact, uh, I was just like, man, Zatoichi. To which uh, all of the, the guys decide to attack him en masse and he pretty much slaughters everyone. <laughs> Jeez. Imagine if he was playing my daughter in battleships and she was cheating. <laughs> he was very upset. Yeah, he How was dare very, they cheat? Yeah, he turns all the lights off. He knocks all the candles out. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know what's funny is in all these group fights, there's always like the, uh, the comical death where somebody is trying to like <laughs> yeah. get away or you know like hide, and there'll be a sword falling from the sky. And kill <laughs> is that is the scene where he kills two people with like the one sword? No, that's, no, no, uh, that's, that's later. later. Okay, that's yeah. later. That's, that's, that's fantastic. But, um, well, people die in multiple different ways. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Usually uh, with a sword through them. So uh, at this point, basically, they've slaughtered the entire establishment, and uh, they decide might be a good idea to slip out of here. So uh, the nephew and, and Zadoichi uh, are walking through the town trying to come up with a hidey hole and they uh, come across the two geishas also on the run <laughs> from uh, their uh, aforementioned scene. Um, they come together in, in, in a little hiding establishment uh, and uh, discuss what's gone on. Is this uh, where they... Um, is this where the geishas describe their backstory pretty much? Is it flashback no, they, they'd something? already done that. No, they, like um, further in terms of how they survived. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Then it does another flashback, that's right, of, of how they became geishas by by them, um, you know, telling their little story of, of how they were kids needing the food and, and the boy gets a bit... Uh, Touched up by a. It's, it's, a, it's a tragic the story there. It's a very, very tragic, tragic yeah. story that makes everyone have a bit of a tear and uh, feel really sorry for them, etc. Well, it's just, it's, you know, like it's a girl and a boy, and for some reason the world is populated by pedophiles because <laughs> the only person. Well, is, let, let's not say the, uh, pedophile, <laughs> gay pedophiles. Gay pedophiles. <laughs> like, <laughs> it seems like every guy they run into is only interested very lecherous, in the boy. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're sitting on the, the bench. They've got no money or anything. And it's the boy that goes up to the first guy they see and says, do you want to spend some time with me? And the guy's like, you know, it doesn't say anything. Doesn't, he just grabs just, his hand. Just walks off with him. Yep. And uh, as I mentioned, it's like if the world wasn't filled with pedophiles, these kids would be dead. <laughs> They'd have no food. <laughs> They'd have no food. Yeah. <laughs> not saying that's right. I'm just saying that that's true. Mm. This is true. It's true. <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's very gross. So uh, they figure everyone's scouring the town looking for them and they think, oh, we're going to be find out. So 
Let's uh, go hide out at Auntie's house in the uh, in the farm with the farmers. Mm. Oh yeah, the, the, their idea is that everyone recognizes them, so they come up with this elaborate scheme to disguise themselves, right? Yeah. And I thought it was all of them painting them up to be geishas, but no, it's literally they painted eyes on Takeshi <laughs> <laughs> to make it look like he's not blind. Yes, the reveal of that is quite funny. It's it's. <laughs> it's <laughs> So they run off and uh, off to Auntie's house and and uh, you know run into her and and uh, tell her the, the the backstory and get her in on the oh that's that's a sad life that you got there yeah kind of thing uh, and in the background the bad guys go hey this uh, blind masseur guy's slaughtering us we better figure out and they go oh we'll, we'll get to that let's slaughter the other gang oh so well we they want to consolidate their power consolidate don't they? the power yeah. I think at this point they say the the blind masseuses hang around with this this guy, the, the, the nephew. nephew. So they kind of know, yeah, where like the we'll, nephew. We'll is. find him eventually. We'll, we'll get him. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll get him. We'll get him. But well, whilst we're waiting, we'll um, deal with the other gang member. So they send out the bodyguard to, um, you know, basically uh, intimidate the other gambling den, and uh, they they end up organizing a, a final fight with with this other gang, <laughs> where it's basically the bodyguard. Versus about twelve guys, <laughs> and uh, he pretty systematically slaughters all of them. Yeah, I, I actually, that was probably one of my favourite fights. I think of the, of it just the the method of 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 him taking so each his person. Te- his technique his versus technique. that in which he's like just skill. That in which he's got the skill, but yeah, the the clear technique, and we find a little bit about his backstory as well mm. while we were waiting for that of of why he's a Ronin because. Mm. Uh, there was some guy that showed him up in front of his lord kind of thing, got him tossed out. So his mission is to, to kill this guy. And he, he comes and finds this guy eventually on his wanderings and, and the guy's dying anyway. So he decides... Well, symbolically cuts symbolically his wooden sword. cuts yeah. his sword and he can't walks do anything off. I think it's interesting anyway. how they place like... Zadoichi just messes up this gambling bar, kills all the yeah. guys. And the next kind of scene is the bodyguard just messing up all these other guys. It's like... Two yep. for two is like, two, two well, for I, two. this guy's a badass, this guy's a this badass. badass. Yeah. I reckon that. They're on the collision course. You know they're going <laughs> to They're evenly come. matched. Frankenstein is- versus Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And the, and the Wolfman. <laughs> uh, no, I think the whole reason why they have the rival gang is to show you that the bodyguard can handle his shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like having him take out a whole group of people. And like I've mentioned it before about the Japanese films or the samurai films. It's not like Jackie Chan where you've got like these great like choreographed kickboxing scenes. It's like you've got this set play and there's no wasted motion. It's like every step has a purpose and it's really beautiful to watch him go in and basically like he'll do a spin, knock someone in the gut while he's cutting someone else and it's just really efficient. Like he's just killing people really efficiently and then there's the, the rival, there's a rival bodyguard on the other side, the other clan who's kind of hanging back and you have to think it's like you see this guy take 12 guys out and you're like ah oh, shit you know like I don't know about you but I would, messy. I would cheat I would cheat yeah <laughs> you were thinking is he going to switch sides because that guy's that powerful that you're going to go yeah he's going to get me yeah I'd rather be on your side than against you no no he, he holds true to his yeah. word and, and tries it on but uh, he's killed in two moves yeah so yeah good uh, honour good, good, good on him for Died trying honorable death. Yeah, dying yeah. honourable <laughs> exactly um, and uh, so at, at this point, basically, um, they've the, they've won now, and uh, this fight was witnessed by the nephew, obviously as well. I forgot to mention that, mm. uh, who then runs back to Zadoichi to explain this bodyguard guy's pretty powerful. Seen him, what's going on, and uh, so the gang has now consolidated its power and decides, okay, now it's time to go after Zadoichi. I think also uh, when he tells Zadoichi about. This bodyguard, is that which he kind of like? If I fought him at night time, who do you reckon would win, me or him? <laughs> oh, yeah. If it was pitch black, pretty, you might have a chance. The you know? nephew's like, this guy's amazing. Oh my god, he's so amazing. And Zatu is just like, is he really that good? Is he better than me? <laughs> is he better than me? Than me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that the nephew is so uh, impressionable. <laughs> like everything yeah. he sees, it's just like in the film. Like every time he sees something, when he sees the, the geisha with the face painted, he's like. 
Let me try that. <laughs> yeah, he's like he, he's hanging out with Zadowichi. He gets his confidence up. So yeah, I can I can train these kids how to fight sword fight, and I can I can gamble too. And I yeah, can, yeah, yeah. He starts trying he's the, the gamble. He's he's the comedic sidekick. Yeah, basically. So he does he's a got a, a few little bits throughout the movie. I haven't touched them too much. Oh, there's but, a, uh, there's a great scene really where he's leading Zadowichi through the darkness, and he's like, "Watch your step," and then he like trips, <laughs> he trips <up>. over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's great. Uh, he's a klutz. He's, he's yeah. a is a. He's not even a well-meaning klutz. He's just like a what's the word for it? Like a prodigal son kind yeah. of thing. Like he, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a fuck up, but um, he can't well, do no well-meaning. Yeah, well-meaning. He's trying to get on the straight and narrow. Yeah. So we uh, come back to he's telling them, and the geishas decide, hey, we're going to go back to the guy that we just knocked out, and because uh, we got we we, we got to check this guy out because. We saw this tattoo, but we're not really sure. Mm. So we're going to give it another guy, another go, and uh, you know, see what happens. So they go back and uh, go back to the bar and ask the bar owner to re hook them up with this uh, OG dude. Yeah, because the barman kind of knows everyone. Because he kind of knows everyone yeah. in town. So uh, basically, they uh, he comes back and, and says, "Oh yes, yes, uh, he's he's forgiven you for that whole incident. Why don't you go?" And have a chat to him. Mm. He's kind of in collusion with uh, some gang yeah. members. He just yeah. goes outside and they're kind of sitting there. He's like, mm. yeah, yeah. So uh, they uh, go over to uh, OG's place, and uh, OG's sitting there with uh, another customer now. <laughs> and uh, this customer happens to be the head of the gang. Mm. And uh, they've obviously clicked onto exactly who the geisha are, and, and they've they've got a whole setup thing going on. And they start dropping the names from that night mm. uh, of the massacre, and uh, the the balls basically dropped at this point, and they both they literally realize the who each other stop up. in their tracks. Like yeah, that. yeah, staring at them, pull out their knives and uh, attack, but uh, only to be stopped by the entire gang waiting outside the door. Yeah, come in and, and force them into a corner. Um, while this is all going on, there's been a gang sent out to the the farmhouse to to kill Zadowichi there and and the uh, aunt. Zadoichi misses the gang by uh, walking uh, off on a different direction. Moving a uh, scarecrow, or there's a scarecrow effigy he, or something. Yeah, yeah he, he decides to hang in the field and happens to do that exact same time as this army walks past him. Uh, and uh, they come up to the house and uh, you know burn the house down essentially. And uh, he's he's walking towards the village without knowing what's going on. In the he background. does know there is a shot of him like uh, smelling kinda, the smoke. Yeah, because yeah. it's in, it's on fire behind him. Yeah. You also get a nice close up of the, the nephew covered in geisha makeup. Yeah, <laughs> what an true. idiot! Yeah. But they don't they don't kill him. They don't kill him. They kind of run off. Yeah. They're like this, they, they literally yeah. say we're going to smoke this guy out. Yeah, and yeah. And the, the aunt and him run off. They like yeah. they could have slaughtered them, but they let but them they go. chose not to. So shit's all gone down. This is it. This is the big showdown, right? So um, so the gang chased the geishas outside uh, by throwing them through a wall, uh, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like they just wanted to kill them, so I don't yeah. know why they throw them they just, outside. Yeah, throw. I'll throw you outside when you have greater chance of escaping. Yeah, uh, and they're backed into a, a door. And <laughs> this and scene the, is so bloody funny. And the dude, uh, the guy, comes up to to you know deal the final blow, and he's standing in front of them only to have a sword shoved through his chest. <laughs> yeah, through the through door. the gap in the door. <laughs> yeah. Only it's to have so Zadowichi lift his sword up. Lock, lift, it's got one of those doors with the the wooden the wooden uh, cross beam cross cross beam across it. The sword lifts off the cross beam, <laughs> and he opens the door, and it's Zadowichi standing outside. It's the equivalent of like a terminator like punching through the wall and yeah, punching a bad guy in the face or something. It's yeah. so cool. He <laughs> but you uh, don't, you don't know if gets the girls to to run off. And uh, proceeds to slaughter everyone <laughs> in the garden in hilarious ways. Like yeah. there's people getting stabbed, skewered. This is where the two he kills one guy, then <laughs> then pushes the other guy onto the other dude behind him into a tree. Yeah, uh, manages uses- to dodge multiple swords and then stick swords into walls, killing the dude behind the wall that's hiding. That was great. I love it when he walks past the um, the rice paper wall, and then you see swords coming through the wall, and he just dodges, dodges them. them. And then he slices them through the wall. Yeah. Uh, and actually, to get up to the to top step, he steps off onto a sword that's actually been stabbed <laughs> into the stone. At this point, um, I think the the gang leader's like, "Get the bodyguard! Get the bodyguard! <laughs> get the bodyguard. <laughs> Where is the bodyguard? I mean, he really should be hanging around if he's a you bodyguard. You think they would have invited him to the party as well? But yeah, no. no. Like, you got the night off, pal. We got like we got this. We, we, like, we got this. We got a whole yeah. gang for these two geishas. You don't get any fun. Go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go home to your wife who's got tuberculosis. So, yeah. Go home and be a family man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Zadowichi slaughters uh, 
OG. Uh, it's funny every time you say OG, I think OG. the original gangster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gangster, original gangster. Uh, yeah, so they slaughters him, and uh, but the uh, the head of the the crime gang or one of the heads oh, run, yeah. runs off. So this uh, is Ginzo. He runs Ginzo, off. He runs off, and uh, so we we cut to the scene where Ginzo's met up with the bodyguard. Uh, I think. No. Was it him? No, the it other was guy? some lackeys. Lackeys Just meet up lackeys, with the bodyguards. The lackeys yeah. meet up with the was on the beach? Huh? Yeah, on, yeah, the, on the, beach. the beach. The lackeys run yeah. into uh, I wasn't sure Hattori. if the second one was Ginzo or not. No, because Ginzo shows up dead in yeah, a river. He shows up dead in Inexplicably. The next scene. Yeah. We don't know mm. why. Just, it would be nice to, just because it did for that guy to just got messed up. Like if yeah. the geishas messed him up or something, it would be nice. Yeah. I don't know what, what happened there. But yeah. no, well, he, he was just basically dead in the next scene. But anyway, so we come to the showdown of of Mr. Bodyguard and Zadoichi mm. next to the the fire on yeah. the beach. Yeah, he's ready. He's got yeah. the fire because he's, he's for some reason it's intercut with um, the bodyguard's wife preparing herself for seppuku. Yeah. So uh, no real explanation given as to why she feels the need after knowing that he's killed all these people before that suddenly it's become too much that she's going to. Uh, maybe seppuku. she's dying. I don't. Is it seppuku or harakiri? Well. Uh, because in Mortal Kombat, when you kill yourself, it's a Harikiri death. I don't know. No. I thought it was called Seppuku. Okay. It is called I've Seppuku. Heard, I've, heard I've heard both. Heard yeah, I've heard both as well. Mm. That uh, movie I is Harikiri. Harikiri. Takeshi yeah, Mike. but that... Oh, yeah, I suppose. I always thought, like, because he's standing on the beach with this big bonfire, mm. I always thought he was like, tonight is the final showdown. And she's like, well, this isn't going to end well. And she kind of knew. Oh, and he okay. kind of knew. So I, I always thought that was could, why. Could be. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it doesn't really, I mean, doesn't really say how... Yeah, but she decides anyway. She's going to kill herself, so she does, she's off doing that, and uh, he's at the beach getting himself in a fight with Zadoichi. Yeah. Um, so the the way Zadoichi just shuffles down the beach like this weird zombies like yeah, it's fantastic, like a blind man. Yeah. So they're standing, uh, you know, juxtaposed to each other, and and uh, the bodyguards, you know, thinking about the moves ahead, what's going to happen, you know, and he he has a thought of, hey, I can do it this way block something and then he visualizes visualizes himself killing Zadoichi so uh, he then smiles and uh, starts to to make the moves that he only to be (laughs) sliced down in one stroke by Zadoichi faster than him he's seen Zadoichi draw the sword uh, with like a underhand grip you know like kind of like I don't know if you play table tennis or whatever (laughs) yeah so he's got like this grip and he grabs it and he sees Zadoichi holding the sword in the same way so he's like, okay, well, if he's going to do that, if I draw my sword the same way, yeah. I have an advantage. And then at the last minute, Zatoichi changes his hand grip. Yes. And the guy's like, oh, shit. <laughs> slash. Yeah, slash. And uh, he collapses into the surf. He does get a little cut on Zatoichi. Yeah, he did, yeah, he, he yeah. did manage to actually yeah. cut. That. He, the yeah. only one that was actually able to cut Zatoichi. Yeah. Um, but still not good enough. See, see what happens. This is this is the difference between uh, uh, Hong Kong martial arts kickboxing and Japanese action. <laughs> Japanese action, it all happens before the first stroke. <laughs> before the first stroke, it's all all the outcomes. That, that's uh, exactly like the seven, seven samurai when you you meet the, the master samurai guy. I beat you in four moves without even <laughs> moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, so. Bodyguard guys down. Cut to next scene. Gonzo boss is dead in the river somehow. No one really needs to explain it. And uh, we're all all happy and the townsfolk are all happy. They start rebuilding their house at the farm lady. Yeah. Um, this is all then interchanged with the same night <laughs> going backwards in That's time. That's true, actually. He's yeah, had a busy weekend. He's, he's yeah. had a busy... Same night, though. Going backwards, uh, Zadowichi's walking through the town and he comes to the bar and... Uh, is suddenly attacked by a bunch of ninja. Yeah, flying and, uh, out of the ground. Flying out of the ground. <laughs> and uh, he dispatches them pretty well uh, straight away. And then it turns out that uh, the bar owner is actually the real boss of the, whatever the name of the gang was, I can't yeah. remember. Um, and uh, he, uh, how did you know it was me? And he goes, I, you smell bad. Yes, yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. You smell bad. Yeah. Your stench is rotten. Your stench yeah. is rotten. So uh, he dispatches him uh, only to then go into the bar and come face to face with Gramps, old man Gramps from the bar, who is the real boss boss. Yeah. This whole time, Gramps has just been he's like been a lowly. He's like this old guy wobbling around. You're like, oh, I feel yeah, bad yeah. for him because they're all hanging shit on yeah, him. Yeah, he's yeah. got all his like bad back and stuff going on. And uh, it turns out he's the super duper 
I want to say Yakuza boss because yeah. they've all got the Yakuza tattoos going on. Well, he sits there and goes, strike me down, rips his, his kimono yeah. off. He's like, he takes off his bad kimono with this badass yeah. tattoo going yeah. on. He knows he's going to die and he's just straight up taking his shit off and he's just like, yeah, do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, so Zadowichi slashes him across his eyes and makes him blind and basically pays down on going, you're so bad that you don't deserve a death. You can... You know, live out the rest of your short days. You know, oh, this, as a blind this, man. This is just uh, after he reveals that. Oh, he reveals that he's not actually blind. Yeah. Oh, it's that he reveals. Oh, he's not yeah, actually shit. blind. Sorry, I forgot about that little twist. Eyes, yeah. Little twist. He opens his eyes. Yeah, but I don't know because. Yeah, I, I was why his bit, eyes are glowing. His eyes are glowing in in that way of like you know the blind man's eyes that don't focus on anything. Well, no, it's because he never uses them. So when he opens them, it's just like he has you know, bad glaucoma, guys. Huh? Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like real bad glaucoma. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he has ultra sensitive eyes and he can see really well, but because he's so sensitive, he can't actually look into the light. Yeah, but he does I, say to him that he 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 chooses not to because blind men have makes better, him a better senses, fighting, makes yeah. him better at mm. fighting or something. You mm. a cat. Gets excited and the eyes go. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of that. Yeah, maybe he's on like acid or something, and he's just like, ooh, his eyes are all like dilated. I thought the the slice in the bad guy making him blind was like a yeah. He's pretty he, he, he's kind of a comeuppance. Him. The comeuppance. Yeah, he's like I've been the leader of this gang from way back when we messed up the Naruto family. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the boss back then. Yeah, but, yeah, because he doesn't. Uh, you know, death for him is not really a big deal. He's like, I've lived a good life. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm ready to retire anyway. So, yeah, uh, yeah like, well, basically, it's the end of my days. <laughs> so, I'm prepared to die. So, yeah, so you can live the rest of whatever time you got left as a blind man. Yeah. So, that's your comeuppance. And uh, then we cut back to uh, family uh, for the festival with the uh, suddenly a tap dancing scene. Yeah, it's a musical number. Musical number <laughs> with all of the cast doing their little tap dancing. Oh, good Lord. It's, tap, I, th- I mean, throughout dogs. the film, they, they kind of introduce a few percussive like um, yeah. elements. elements yeah. I thought it. that the soundtrack was very cool. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't much of it and there was a lot of percussion and some weird synth. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought it suited it really cool. There was no like weird rock song or anything. It was, no. it was fine. But this, the, the action on screen kind of matched the music in mm-hmm. a lot of places, which is kind of cool. The beats, yeah. 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 It was like Stomp. The, yeah. the trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like tap dogs at the end. <laughs> pretty <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. And everyone, everyone in the cast, except for Zawichi, uh has a bit of a tap it's dance. It's like a weird Bollywood thing. Like, yeah, it almost is, like yeah. a Bollywood ending, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Japanese drum thing a bit yeah. as well. And yeah. you're right, it's like tap, almost like a, a tap dance equivalent. And they do that, yeah. and then um, <laughs> the final gag is, is a pretty good one. It was that Zatuichi is just walking with his eyes open and then trips. Yes. <laughs> trips over <laughs> talking to himself yeah. why do I always seem to fall even with my eyes open also before the end the the aunt the nephew and the geishas are sort of hanging around and they go where do you reckon the massage the masseuse went and he's wandering around and yeah. yeah so he's I mean that, that's the end of the film and it kind of starts I, I've always said that in this film he's kind of the supporting character you know like things happen around, around him yeah. yeah like he's just really there to he makes Progress everything the better. Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a MacGuffin. Um, <laughs> everybody else's story is the one that really matters, you know, like they've actually got an arc, whereas he's pretty much the same at the end as he is in the beginning. Yep. Absolutely. Here's, here's their weapon. Here's their justice. <laughs> so I want to ask the question is, would you consider, I mean, this is obviously an Asian film made mm-hmm. in Japan. Would you consider this an action film? There's a lot of action. There's a lot of action. A lot of action, yeah. I mean, it has a story, obviously, uh, the revenge, atypical revenge mm-hmm. flick kind of thing. And, and yeah, I mean, there there is a lot of action of, of, in this movie. I mean, the action is short and precise. Yeah. but It's a that, different type of action. Yeah, it's it's that kind. I mean, it's it, that Western style. That, I mean, it is, but I mean... There's, old there's, West sort of, yeah. you know. There's more draw action. your swords at dawn. There's more action than, say, a, a Clint Eastwood movie. But there's, it's not like The Raid 2, you know. It's no. Kind of, but see, it's not wall to wall. This 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 movie for me and, and samurai films in general, um, I think is a lot different to uh, like Hong Kong action because the story and the action are inexplicably linked. You know, like you, I could watch a Hong Kong action film and just go, I'm going to skip to all of the fight scenes because mm. the story is incidental. Yes. But in a Japanese film, everything that leads up to it is important and the fallout why of it. The, why the action's happening here. Yeah. Why yeah. he's there in their bar. Why is, why yeah. he's doing this. Like the theme of vengeance and seeing somebody get their comeuppance. There's so much that leads to it mm. that makes it more poignant. I think there's enough action in it to call it an action movie. But it's, it's probably more of a... Th- not a drama or dramatic a action. Yeah, dramatic action. That's yeah. with a with a hint of comedic elements in it. Yeah, 
like I think this is a good movie. It's yes. a, it's a good movie. Would you agree? It's yeah, yeah. It's good. It, it's yeah. I like. A, it's got a beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> like, like watching it from like what fourteen years ago when we first saw it. I haven't watched it since then. Mm. Yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. Like having a, a chuckle at how, how quote unquote dodgy the CG was. I mean, yeah. that's just the effects of the time. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it detracts from the film. It doesn't. You know, it makes it. It's kind of laugh out loud sometimes. Like, oh, that, that blood is ridiculous. But I mean, I'm not yeah. like, oh, that blood is. It's not like I'm watching Future Cops and, and yeah. It's, it's, which is a great movie, but it great you know, it's, it's not. Like, no, well, that's not I've overtly terrible. Yes, it's yes. just yeah, could have been better. <laughs> yeah, was there anything in the film? Well, I have my own moment, but you guys first. Was there anything in the film where you saw it and you're just like, damn, that's so fucking cool? I wish I could do that. Hmm. Do you want to go first, Mike? I'm thinking. Um. Well, I'll t- I'll say mine while you're thinking about yours. Uh, there's a scene at the end where he skewers the two people in uh, <laughs> the, the fight scene at the um, the boss's house. And there's a scene where he just straight up cuts across and slices like one of those stone um, lanterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it slices it and it just kind of slowly, sh- you know, like <laughs> just the ability to cut something and then have it slowly react in such a way. It's just so cool to me. Like, I wish I could do that. Okay. I, I like as as cheesy as it is, it's totally awesome where he sticks the sword through the gate. <laughs> and also the, there's a scene... Where the flashback where the Ronin is getting beat up by the the master of the the wooden sword. Yeah, I like to just mess him up with a wooden sword. <laughs> you just mess around with the wooden sword. Just like just smash him up with the wooden sword. Like, ah, you know. <laughs> go to town on yeah. it. Oh, you sadist. Uh, yeah, I I, I like that. The, the similar with um, in the scene with the when he cuts the stone lantern, he he um, defeats a spear guy by. Um, slicing the spear all the way down the middle <laughs> until he slices through the fingers and thumb off the hand oh. of the guy and into the guy. <laughs> it looks... that, was, that was pretty... He was just like slowly walking towards him. Like <laughs> the amount of strength it would take to just push that sword all the way down into him. And you know it's coming. And you know it's coming. <laughs> it looks super fake, but man, I super cringe. fake, but yeah, I was I still like impressive. Yeah, I did wince when I saw that. Um. You know, like as far as Japanese films go, I actually really like this one. Um, you know, it's got it, it's contemporary. Um, everybody still has like the top knot, you know, like their hair, the hairstyle, the Shintaro hairstyle, except for Mr. Katano. Well, you know, he's got like bleach blonde hair, um, <laughs> which kind of fits in. Well, yes. Hattori, Hattori, the um, the Ronin, he's also got like uh, he's got most it's, of his hair. Something I, I see a lot, I mean, not a lot, but in in um you know, different Japanese stories and anime and, and so forth, you know, the character with the odd style hair, like the bleached hair or the mm. redhead or, or whatever, something that you wouldn't really associate with the Japanese people and, and culture as as such. But do you think if we're talking period piece that someone would have had bleach blonde hair? No. Back, would they have realized that you could do that? I think it kind of looks kind of cool on him. It looks cool. I mean, maybe they're trying for like a like a grey, but it, mm. like because like to me and you guys sort of agree. Like the the film at the mm. the film has like a weird washed out kind of yeah uh, stylistic tone. Yeah, tone. like a weird filter on the camera, and mm. like it makes that that blonde hair stand out. It's a little. It stands out, but it's still dull. I'm like, oh, he's got a bright blonde. It's it's faded and, and dull, you know. Yeah, I think Beat Takeshi uh, for a while, like his signature is that he had the like because he's got the bleach blonde hair in a lot of his films, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think it's I think more this, that more that it's meant to be that's that's Takeshi. Yeah, it's, so it's Takeshi. It's I don't yeah. think there is a uh, an character in, specific. Yeah, there's no in universe. You know, unless it's a trauma for how he got blind, uh, <laughs> got struck by lightning or something. I don't know. Turned him blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who made his sword. It's very specific. You know, it's a cane. That's a sword. It reminded me of that film I was telling you, um, uh, Blind Justice with Rutger Hauer um, and the kid from that. Baywatch. <laughs> I got to see that. You should see that because he, he's a blind dude with a cane and he has a sword. It's not as cool action as Zatoichi, but he is a blind swordsman. It's interesting. Like You get the origin story of like everyone else almost. Are, no, not that. Not, not yeah. Zatoichi, no. Well, he's like a mythical character. Yeah. Like Everybody kind of knows his story. He's just a blind swordsman. But you don't hear anything about him. He's blind. No, you don't learn anything other than he's faking his blindness. But um, yeah, you don't learn anything about why he's wandering, what he's doing. He's just... I'm here to clean up a mess and then I can clean calm walking. Do you want to know? It's like in the next Karate Kid when, you know, Jackie Chan <laughs> reveals that 
you know, his kids, you know, his family was killed in a car crash or something. He's, you don't want to know. He's Japanese Robin Hood, right? Yeah, yeah you know, like he's... <laughs> I don't want to know too much about him because then you just ruin the mystery. Fair enough. Yeah, what happens, if, you know, if it's a really boring story, you're like... Eh. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> I was allergic to some penicillin. You know. <laughs> <Turn blood. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... The, the, I was thinking we've been watching a lot of crap films lately. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're not, well, they're not crap. They're just uh, oddball films. Oddball films, and I, I would really like to go back into um, mainstream a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, there's so many Jet Li and Jackie Chan films that we haven't seen. Uh, we've really only seen uh, one haven't or two. Reviewed. Yeah, yeah, and there's some that like I'm just going through my library, and I've got City Hunter and you know all these other ones just waiting there, and I'm thinking, mm. are you putting City Hunter on top shelf? I yeah, shit. Yeah, City Hunter is hilarious. <laughs> City Hunter is. Have you seen it, Scott? Uh, that the Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. It's got the Street Fighter bit in it. I've not seen it. I've. I think I've seen like half of it. Okay. Well, I always have trouble it. putting Wong Jing films on my top shelf. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. Actually, because we, have, we it's, it's always a good distraction. Mm, we have watched a lot of Wong Jing films. <laughs> I'm looking at this DVD on your table here that I picked up in Thailand. It's called Drunken Monkey. We were talking about it earlier. Yes. It's uh. It looks like it could be a knockoff of Drunken Master. Like you, you said, like some of the, the images on it look like similar. I, well, I wonder if it's like a, a mockbuster, like uh, in the same way that Transmorphers is, or movies like that. I, I would like to watch this and see if this is a, a bad ripoff or a legit, legitimately interesting. Film. Oh, I mean, I just see that on the cover. There's Lao Ka Leung, who is in Drunken Master Two, as the um, like the old guy. He's wearing the same stuff. That he was in that film. This could be like a Bruce Bloitation film. Yeah, it mm. could be. And it's got like, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, <sighs> the dude who did uh, Pai Mei. What's his mm. name? Gordon Liu. Maybe we can chuck it in the list. Gordon Liu. Somewhere down the list. So, <laughs> no, definitely. I, think, I wouldn't put that as a top shelf, but uh, well, <laughs> who knows? I, you know what, though? Maybe, if, maybe we'll be surprised. If yeah. nobody's seen it, that's the best. That's a surprise. You get the best reaction. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good point. Very so, true, very true. But, uh, yeah, no, there's plenty that we could choose from. So, we don't know where we're going to go next. Hopefully, uh, if everybody tunes in, you can find out. That's right. Be uh, here. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else they want to add? Hmm. Um, like I said, I like the score. I like the music. It's pretty cool. Mm. Um, Is it some, something that you would sit there and watch with your um, significant other? Uh, yeah, I would actually. I think um, I don't know that. I don't know that my wife likes to read subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my wife likes. Katana. Oh, really? I don't think she likes it. Like I she think she specifically. I think does. she thinks he's a bit of an old curmudgeon. Oh no! I think she's like, eh, that guy's a bit. Of a... But um, I, I, I agree. But uh, I, I still would like. I still watch it. I yeah. think she. I she's already seen it anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it's a yeah, highly watchable film. Yeah. 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 It is. It, it's. It's not like, oh man, there's some esoteric, weird, wacky Eastern shit here. It's like. It's a it's a western Blind movie. People yeah. With magic. Yeah. It's a it's a good revenge story. It's a very it's, it's very much a western, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Very what, much the western. What are we going to call it? It's a teriyaki western. <laughs> teriyaki. A teriyaki western. A, a chicken katsu western. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to a spaghetti western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Clint Eastwood was inspired by the Japanese films and then he made like Fistful of Dollars, which has now inspired a Japanese samurai. It's a full circle. Yeah. It's gone full circle. Well, the Westerns inspired, you know, Kurosawa back in the, the 60s. Was he inspired by Westerns to make... Yeah. 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 And then, then they then And then they re- re-inspired each other, yeah. Each other? Into different things. Oh. It was all inspired They were both by doing it at the same time kind of thing, you yeah. know. They were inspired by Citizen Kane and Steamboat Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Steamboat <laughs> Mickey. Yeah. That's where everything began. Or Buster Keaton. Yeah, there you go. In the silent films. Ah. Yes. Anyway, it will. Uh, I guess we'll we'll catch up with you guys next time. Yeah, yeah for thank, sure. Thanks for having me on fun. again. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. Uh, tune in till next time, and hopefully we'll have something weird and wacky, and <laughs> or or straightforward and and top shelf. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. Who knows? Wait and see. Wait <laughs> and see. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll All talk right. to you again. Cheers. Bye. Bye.